Hello. Uh, Frick. I guess my name is Basti, and this is episode one of Home Alone. Um, I don't really have a style to do this. Um, in fact, I might pause <laughs> and maybe in the middle of this, because I am currently cooking, uh, am I cooking Shepherd's Pie? The poor man's feast. <laughs> um, I guess this is going to be like, I'm not going to call this a segment, this is going to be like part one of me reading fan fiction because I'm an addict. I haven't stopped since I started and I've started years ago, <laughs> like when I was 11 um, and I'm currently 19 so I've just never stopped and honestly it's an addiction and every time I think, hey, I'm over it, I'm not. <laughs> I'll just come right back to it and read some fan fiction that have like over a hundred chapters. A hundred chapters is the least I've ever read. Two hundred chapters, I'd have to look and see, but I'm pretty sure I've read fan fiction that had more than a hundred chapters. Don't get me started on the ones on Wattpad. Those things will have like, what, a hundred chapters and that's book one? <laughs> book one? Which means, that's, I'm saying that because it's like... I am implying that there's more books, and there is. Um, usually I stop reading after book one because Webpad's kind of trash. But the fanfiction I'm going to be reading today is from a website that I really love reading fanfiction from, um, and that I highly recommend. Um, I think this website, you only go for the good kind of fanfiction. Webpad's alright, but you have to pay for some of their books, and a lot of the books on there aren't fanfiction. You could find a lot of good original content. So I read Wattpad for the original stories, uh, but if I want to find fanfiction, I'm not calling it Wattpad. What am I, 12? <laughs> Wattpad's for children, okay? I read Wattpad. Reading fanfiction on Wattpad is for children, literally. Um, but anyway, also, I'm sorry I sound sick. I might start sniffling. I'm dealing through um, kind of like my allergy season um and I know this is a really bad time to be looking sick uh but I swear it's just allergies I can't avoid that no matter how many face masks I wear I can wear a face mask so you don't feel uncomfortable but I'm wearing a face mask because I am always uncomfortable (laughs) but anyway the website that I like reading fanfiction on is called archive of our own or AO3 um, I guess I should, I mean, I have time. I'll talk about how I came upon AO3. I think, well, let's talk about how I came up with the fanfiction, and then we'll start getting started. It's going to be a short story. I was looking up, I forget what I was looking up. I think I was just looking up stuff for Naruto, and I found a ship. Now, this is before I knew any terms of the internet. I did not spend any of my time on the internet for those reasons. I read, like, web comics. That was the only time I was on the internet for. I had no other reason. Uh, if I wanted to watch anime, I'd just watch on Netflix when anime went. Netflix had some pretty good starter animes, like Black Butler and Cylinder. Or in high school, but I was looking up some stuff for Naruto. I wanted to see some good art. And Every so often I'd see some art for, like, Sasuke and Naruto. And, like, 
first of all, uh, my introduction to gay wasn't that. I already knew about gay, and I had no problem with it. So I'm just thinking, like, but they're not thing in comic or in in the show, but people are drawing them kissing. So I decided to click one of the pictures, and one of the pictures uh, was like a comic book with Sasuke and Naruto. And I clicked the link, and it was a whole comic with Sasuke and Naruto, and I read most of it, but it was still being updated, and I have no idea what the name was. I don't remember. I never finished it. But I wanted more of that kind of content. I'm like, oh, this is cute. I love it. This is something that's amazing, and I want to see more of this kind of stuff. Of course, I didn't know what the name of it was, and I sure as hell did not know how I was supposed to find it. Um, I did not look up Sasuke kissing her. That would have been weird. I was a proper child of the internet. I didn't know a lot, but I knew what I should and shouldn't like search because I didn't want to see it. Um, but uh, I was able to come to, I guess, the conclusion that in order to find ship, which I did not know that was the name, I, in order to find the specific kind of relationship that I wanted to see, uh, I needed to type in um, person A times person B. I figured that out. I don't know how. I did. There's a lot of things I don't remember how I got here. I literally don't, but I figured that out. So I looked up, well, I think the first person I put in Sasuke's name. So I look up Sasuke X. But like, instead of Naruto, I also see Gara, and I was confused. <laughs> I was confused. Gara, we're putting Gara in this now. So I clicked it, of course. And one of the first things that came up was a website called Um, I know it wasn't Ao3. Unfortunately, I didn't. I wasn't cool with it yet. <laughs> um, but it was fanfiction.net, and that's where I found. Uh, it wasn't a Sasuke Times. Well, I think it might have been. It might have been Gara Times Everyone. Um, but it was an AU, which I don't. I didn't know what an AU was then either. But I just know it wasn't set in, like, Naruto Universe. It was set in, like, college or something. And Gara was living in his own dorm, and people were coming in just raw-dogging him, guys. It was... I was... It, okay. The thing was, I didn't want to see porn because I was still a child and that made me uncomfortable seeing anyone's genitals, seeing my genitals, so, but reading about it was a whole nother level, I'm like, what, 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 ooh, and like, I never stopped since then, um, I didn't, like, of course I stopped, I mean, I didn't stop liking Naruto, but eventually, like, I outgrew Naruto and I got, realized that you can look up fanfiction for anything. At the time, the next thing was Homestuck, so I liked up a lot of fanfiction for Homestuck, and I pretty much stayed on that for the next five years. Then Hamilton came out, and I didn't read that many Hamilton fanfiction because it was kind of weird. Um, sort of old dead guys, and I, I don't know if you know, but that's weird. But, um, I mean, as soon as Hamilton came out, my obsession for Homestuck went away. Um, Eventually, other musicals came out, and my obsession for Hamilton went away. And, like, you come to this realization is that fanfiction is, like, always present. And no matter what TV show, book, anything, comic, 
cartoon, there's got to be fanfiction for it. Person, fanfiction. There's fanfiction for celebrities. There's fanfiction for historical figures. There's fanfiction for Minecraft books. I mean, come on. <laughs> and, I don't know. I feel like that's an amazing phenomenon in itself. You know? Uh, but, besides that, um, I don't really... I think I got into AO3 pretty late, actually. It's not that long ago. It's probably, what, uh, four or five years ago when I got into AO3. I was still in high school. I might have been, I think I was a junior. And, um, I used to be in a blue movie class because I didn't have a lot of my credits and I was in this class. And, um, the reason why I was in this class was I didn't do work. And I didn't do work in that class either. (laughs) I would, um, make my own website, shockingly, but I didn't start making my own website until I started reading a lot of fanfiction, and in that class, because I didn't do work, and we were sat by computers all during that class, um, I might as well find something else to do, so I was reading fanfiction a lot, and one of the websites that I went on was AO3, I remember I used to read fanfiction, like, this is me getting back into fanfiction, because I hadn't I had stopped for a little while, and when I was in this class, I started to back up again because I had nothing else to do. So I remember AO3, and I remember that to make an account, you had to wait a few days for it to get, like, allowed, which is kind of weird, but, like, so worth it because there's so many good stories on AO3. But I remember thinking, okay, I'm going to make an account on here so I can save all the stories that I like reading. Um, So I made an account and got, like, allowed within two or three days, I don't remember, and I just started saving all of my fanfiction that I like reading, and so I'm going to be reading the one I'm currently reading, I'll read you past ones, because I did mention a website that I was also making, and on that website is all the fanfiction, most of the fanfiction, not all of it, oh my god, it's like over a thousand stuff in my bookmark, um, and only like 50 in the website, so. So, a lot, a, a lot of the fanfiction I've read is on that website, and I will get to reading some of them. But I'm going to be reading the one I'm currently reading, and it's a haiku fanfiction. Um, I tend to recommend um, probably watching, or at least, no, you should watch the entirety of haiku. Um, you can still, like, hear me read or read along with me if you want, if you can find it. Um, hold on, let me pull it up. But I tend to recommend watching Haiku if you want to understand a little bit. But honestly, you can read fanfiction for anything and not have to watch it. Like, I've only seen, like, two or three episodes of Supernatural. But you bet your ass I've seen read Supernatural fanfiction that was over 50 chapters. Um, I didn't know a lot of stuff they were saying, but I knew what I needed to know. <laughs> um, I'm going to put the fanfiction on the private page because... I am ashamed. <laughs> I am ashamed. I have n- no dignity. <laughs> um, it's called Red Thread. It's on AO3. Um, and I think that's all. I'm on chapter 5. I've already started. Or chapter 5. Chapter 9. Um, I've already started. Um, I recommend watching or reading Haiku. Uh, not because you need to understand it to be here. But because it's good, and you should. <laughs> Duh. But anyway, I'm gonna explain 
basically a synopsis from the last eight chapters. And also who this is, uh, I usually read ex-reader because I'm lonely. Um, so this is going to be a character from Haiku called Usajima, uh, Wakatoshi. Um, so Usajima times reader. And it's set in a world where, um, your soulmate is tattooed on your body somewhere. Um, and their soulmate just happens to be Wakatoshi. And Wakatoshi, this is a time skip too, because Haiku is set in their high school. But this is set on a time skip. Oop. And this is set on a time skip. So he's 25. Hold on, I'm going to cough. <coughs> I'm so sorry. So this is set on a time skip. Um, so he's 25 or something. He's in his mid-20s. And he's a professional volleyball player. Um, which is immediately great. Pro. And he, I don't know, I, you have to see Ushijima for you to understand why I think he's so attractive. I don't I like the strong, silent types. But also the types that might hate you a little bit. And that's why I'm reading this. Because it's really sad. Basically, this girl, she has you. You're the girl. Um, if you're not a girl, I'm sorry. This is set on the perspective of a woman. Um, and honestly, I don't think that really matters. I don't understand why that really matters. Because I have read fanfiction where it's like, the reader is a man. It doesn't matter. Read it. Make you feel better. It makes me feel better that someone might, might love me in these stories, no matter what my gender is. Am I gender fluid? Who does? <laughs> if, I don't really think I explained what my gender was, and honestly, it's whatever you want it to be. But anyway, it was just in the perspective of a girl. So, the girl, she has Isajima's name tattooed on her arm, I think, and she's been, like, looking him up, trying to see who he is online, and she finally finds him when she's, like, I think 17, and she finds out that he's, like, a pro volleyball player, and by that time, he's, like, 20. I know. The age gap is large. I think it said it was, like, six. Oof. Girl. Same. But she was, like, 16 or 17 at the time, um, and she, like, she couldn't believe it, first of all, because he's a pro player. So, she kind of moved on with her life for a little bit. She graduated high school. She's in college. She's 18 or 19. And she sees, she like, she's walking and she sees, like, a meet and greet to meet him. And she goes, she gets with him, and she shows him his, she shows him her arm. And it has his name. And they confirm that it's their soulmates. And so, la da 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 which... But it's la da 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 da. They don't really explain what happens in between. We're just here for the after. But la da 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 da. They move in together, and she's upset because all he cares about is volleyball, and he's kind of a jerk all the time. And it makes me so sad because like it starts off with her, her being drunk, and him needing to pick her up, and he does not look happy to be, or not look. He doesn't sound happy to be there. He's like kind of annoyed at her. And first of all, I'd be really sad if that's how I'd be like, oh, what? Here go the reason why I'm drunk. You're annoyed to have me here. <laughs> it's so sad and relatable, kind of. But she's like underage. She's like 19. So I don't condone underage drinking. And neither does Wakatoshi. So, I'm sorry. Anyway. A bunch of stuff has happened. She's trying to connect with him. Because it's been a whole year since they've been together and nothing. They still call each other by their surnames. Um, so, 
and he's still kind of being a jerk. It made me cry one of the ones. One of the time. Because he was just like, why would, why would you replace her? Oh, I'm sad. But anyway, last chapter she cut his hair. Um, and I feel like cutting someone's hair is very intimate. So they're going some places. And he had, didn't have a shirt on. And that's going places. I don't know. I like guys with nice buds. And girls. With muscular bones. <laughs> muscular women. You have the potential to be She-Ra. Mm. <laughs> that's all I gotta say. Mm. My lips are crusty. I'm sorry. I'm gonna start reading. You can read with me. It's on Archive of Our Own called Red Thread. Um, by Delta Tri. I'm on chapter 9. So I go on chapter 9. I'm gonna start. I'm not doing voices. You think I can do Ushijima's voice? Mm, you're funny. But anyway. Chapter 9. Whew. It's coming up on the ninth anniversary of when you've met your soulmate. Ushijima Wakatoshi. The league was little though. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> the league was slowing down in a way that conceded. Cons- co- is that how you spell that word? Also, I don't. I think it's fun how I'm doing this. I'm gonna read, and I'm also gonna like stop in between to probably rant. But this wouldn't be much of a video if I video. What? This wouldn't be much of a recording if I just like robotically read through. I'm gonna put a little spice in there. <laughs> Um, coincide with post-final season. Ugh, I hated that. This is a bad start. Hold on, let me restart. It's coming up on the ninth anniversary of when you'd met your soulmate, Usajima Wakatoshi. The league was slowing down in a way that coincided with post-final season, and the regularity of general practice and conditioning rather than scheduled matches meant he started staying home a lot more often. You had submitted your paper for the end of term, and er- everything was starting to look like smooth sailing, minus the unpleasant awkwardness that hung in the air. Aw. Aw. That makes me feel awkward, too. <laughs> also, this, 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 um, fiction, it's not long as long as the other ones I probably read. This is 25 chapters. I'm just, I'm slowly inching my way back into my addiction. Like crippling addiction. <laughs> but anyway. It wasn't like either of you could really help it. Things were definitely better than they had been earlier, but you were still hardly friends, much less loving soulmates. That hurts my heart. I don't, because, okay, uh, I definitely recommend you go read the other chapters before you read chapter 9 with me. But basically, Wakatoshi has troubles liking this person. Or liking you, the reader, because oh, I think it explained. He explained like um, in a very heartfelt little thing that his parents are divorced, even though they were soulmates, and so he doesn't really want to give her a chance because like he doesn't believe in the whole soulmates thing, and that's kind of sad. Like he immediately hates her for no reason, and she's like, "Won't you just give me a chance?" I'm not. I- can't we just do this? It makes, like, it, oh, I can feel the, like, the struggle. Not the struggle, but, like, the sadness of, like, a brick wall. Because Usajima is just a brick wall. And so when it comes to, like, him trying to, you trying to explain this to him, I feel like he would just be, like, so adamant on being, being like, no. Plus, how could you, how could you say anything else but 
<laughs> but like, okay, to this this boulder of a man. <laughs> like I wouldn't, I wouldn't argue. I'd be like, oh, okay, I just give up and cry and leave. But Miss Rita, she brave. She wanna stay. Do do you boo? Do you? What do you want? Um, let's see. You didn't see anything between you and him like what you saw between Yane and Gwen. Honestly, I kind of like make up random sounds in my head to pronounce these names, but I do not know how to say them, so I'm sorry. I'm going to say Yane and G because I do not know how to say that. Jean, maybe? Maybe it is Jean. It's Jean. They had real chemistry. Besides that, they had a touching familiarity. <laughs> with each other that you could never imagine between yourself and Mr. Brickwall over here. Maybe you're reading too much into it and Usajima was meant to be your platonic soulmate, not your romantic one. That just hurts because he doesn't want to be your friend either. He doesn't want to be your friend either. That just hurts my feelings. Um, let's see. That happened to some people with the tattoos you heard, but the mere thought of it turned your stomach. Did that mean you had to search out in the unknown for a lover all over again this this time without any hints or X's on a map. You didn't think you could bear it. In an age where people are paired up before birth to be together for infinite lifetimes, you just couldn't imagine being lonely forever. You already found your other half, and yet you wouldn't more with Wakatoshi. But silent gaps grew into chasms, and the only thing between the two of you were neutral pleasantries. How was your day? What do you want for dinner? What's going? It, it's going to rain tomorrow. Worthless shit like that. It was totally meaningless, and the both of you knew it. But there just wasn't anything to talk about. You didn't have much in common, but you didn't even know for sure because you hardly knew anything about him. He wasn't the type to talk about himself freely, and you didn't know how to ask. The anxiety kept building and building. <clears throat> You're welcome. <laughs> You could feel yourself wanting to slip again, wanting to find another house party and drink yourself stupid, smoke yourself sky high. At least then maybe something interesting would happen. But you kept remembering his distaste every time he found you at rock bottom and the bitterness of your tears when you were forced to nurse a hangover alone. No, you'd grown and you were better than that. You didn't want to be here anymore. It got to a point where finally you had to suck it up, put on your big girl pants and take matters into your own hands. It took you a solid day to work up the nerve. Every time you thought you were ready to bring something up, your nervousness took over, overtook you, and choked you out. Kinky. <laughs> you were overthinking every little detail and agonizing over every word choice. It was only after the sun had set that you managed to force yourself to speak. You got the first word out before you could regret it or take it back. Hey. Wakatoshi, let's play a game. Ooh, I don't know if this is gonna be tacky. I, oof. You know, like the. Okay, I'm about to go on a tangent. This is a warning. But, like, I've read fanfiction where, like, they start off something like, let's play a game. And then they start the game and they never finish it and it moves towards, like, romance. That is the worst setup. The worst setup. I swear if that's gonna happen, I'm gonna be mildly perturbed. <laughs> Like, mildly annoyed. Not fully annoyed, but mild. Anyway. 
He blinked, allowing the sheet between the two of you, it was laundry day, to flutter down and reveal his frame. As he bent over and started tucking the linen under the mattress, he responded easygoingly, Sure, what do you have in mind? You almost breathed a sigh of relief. So far, so good. You don't really know why you were so scared in the first place. He might have been the stoically quiet type with a scary face, but he hadn't ever shown a tendency to shoot others down. Something to get to know each other, you offered. <laughs> There's nothing more than I hate than icebreaker games. I stopped playing that shit in school. <laughs> anyway, you offered, hoping you didn't sound over eager. Hold on, I gotta sniffle. I'll ask you a question and you answer, and then you ask me something, and I'll go back and forth till we get bored, okay? Sounds simple enough. My name is Ravenweight. My name is Dementia Ravenweight. (laughs) It was, wasn't it? But it was necessary. You barely knew anything about him despite living with him for nine months. Hardcore fans of his probably knew more than you. You can imagine yourself on a cheesy game show sitting beside some Utsawaka stan who frantically buzzed in details about his blood type and shit while you were sat there dumbly. I'm gonna go off. <coughs> I'm sorry. Ew. Hold on. Oh! Ow, I have bandages right here. <laughs> Alright. Um. There. Despite having so many questions in mind before, they were gone the second he glanced up to you with honey gold eyes. Your heart stalled and your mind fluttered. Faltered. I fluttered it though. What's your favorite color? You garbled past your tongue, feeling stupid. <laughs> Aggressive. You nearly cringed. Way to go for a strong start. <laughs> These are all things in my own head. I don't know. I've never really thought about it, he replied, smoothing wrinkles out of the side of the bed. With finality, he decided, I don't have one. You frowned. Come on, you've got to have one answer, at least. Just say the first thing that comes to mind. What's another... That's another rule now. Then white. Not even going to the whole our shades colors debate. That's a debate? Alright. You thought it was an interesting answer, but suited him in its plainness. Yes. <laughs> Because it represents purity, he probed thoughtfully, or what? No, he answered, looking surprised. It's the easiest color to wash with bleach. I like how they captured. ESG <laughs> was like. Essence? Because, like, what are you supposed to say? Like, it's the. I feel like. Oh, I'm stuttering. I feel like some of the stuff he says in this fanfiction is perfect to how I imagine him to be. Like, you'll say some shit, and he'll say some shit, and, like, there's no way to follow up whatever the hell he just said. Like, you're just sitting there like, oh, okay. Let's see how he responded, because I didn't read what was under that. You pressed your lips together to stifle a laugh. I laughed, okay? Of course he had some weird, dumb, smart answer like that. How very Usajima of him. You shouldn't have expected anything less, but you rolled your eyes in amusement and moved on to shoving pills into their cases. Your turn. What's yours? Favorite color? 
He told him instantly, having had the answer primed like a reflex ever since those mortifying icebreakers. Okay, so if you were more, if you don't like icebreakers, then why the hell did you decide to do this game now? He nodded, looking satisfied. I thought so. Oh, oh, I like that. I didn't do the answer your favorite color key, or you can just have a new brain. Imagine it. <laughs> How'd you know? You asked curiously. Even if it was your favorite color, you didn't wear it every day or anything. You don't remember ever telling him. Besides, Wakitoshi wasn't. Oh, excuse me. You're welcome. Whew. Besides, Wakatoshi wasn't exactly the observant type, having walked out of the house wearing his shirt backwards on many occasions. I had a feeling, he replied vaguely, which just piqued your interest further. He was never anything but straightforward. Still, you didn't have a valid reason to keep questioning about it, so you just had to flow in your own morbid nosiness about yourself. Your turn. Favorite food? Hayashi rice. Favorite animal? Favorite song? Favorite season? Favorite movie? Favorite drink? Favorite scent? Favorite... It went back and forth for so long that time completely flew past you. Normally these days off on break felt like they dragged by. It was like you were counting each grain of sand in an hourglass, waiting waiting and waiting to go back to the bed so that you wouldn't have to awake anymore. Be awake! <laughs> Stay alive, kids. Stay alive. Um you were still trying to argue that no, apple juice is superior to orange juice because it's sweeter and less harsh before realizing you were lying in bed and facing him. Ooh, cute. I like that visual image. The two of you shared a bed almost every night except for when he was off for away trips or you were sleeping over at somebody else's place. <sighs> he was around a lot more often now, so the nights he spent alone seemed far away. He was an easy partner, hardly moving and making practically no noise in his sleep. You were probably the worst off one to share with in this duo, tossing and turning every so often so staying or staying up on your bright laptop too late. You wouldn't be surprised if this guy slept with his eyes open. He was that kind of sleeper. <laughs> he was on his back right now, head tilted towards you. You lay on your right side, arms tight beneath the pillow and your head. Why is it so hard to read? <laughs> Legs curl to an angle yourself towards him. The shock pierced you like a rod of lightning. This is how couples lay in bed together, staring at each other adoringly so it was the last thing each person saw before drifting off. I have one for you, you brought up abruptly, trying to distract yourself from how much you wanted to lean over further. Your mouth felt cotton ball dry. Where's your favorite place on earth? He travel a lot, having played in 2016 Olympics as well as all those games in Japanese league. Uh, from the tidbits he pieced together about his past, <laughs> excuse me, sorry. From the questions game, his father worked overseas. You expected something exotic or even something quaint like home, but he surprised you by answering fondly, Sendai City Gymnasium. I made a lot of memories with important people there. It'll always be the most important place to me. It was the first time he'd willingly elaborated on an answer without you prompting him first. You had to encourage him to talk more, open up more to you. It felt like tides were turning and walls were crum crumbling. Speaking of important people, I'm stealing your turn. Who's your favorite person? <laughs> it was harmless jive, though you were curious to know. Mom, maybe? Dad? 
we better I better head by accident. <laughs> I better head by accident. I saw the dialogue part by accident. Oh. <laughs> anyway, let me keep going. You were betting the ladder. Who seemed like a daddy's boy? <laughs> I don't like saying that word. I mean, maybe he actually had a celebrity he looked up to. He is a celebrity. Some volleyball god, probably one you've never heard of. You. I had to pause for this. So we can, me and you both, can be like, ooh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Your heart stopped. Me? Why? You said to say the first thing that came to mind. His voice was low, petulant. Petulant? His voice was a low, petulant rubble, and you noticed his eyelids falling. They halved his dull irises. The sleepy, vulnerable look snapped something within you. Your gut sank. Your pulse hammered in your fingertips. There were a million things you wanted to say and ask and do. But then he shut his eyes completely. They fluttered open again for a second, and you had to begrudgingly concede that he was a half-third away from falling asleep. Usuaka was the type of guy that had a Caracadian rhythm of clockwork, and he was out by ten every night. You weren't going to get any satisfactory answers by forcing him to stay awake. Good night, Wakatoshi, he whispered. Night. He mumbled in return, his eyes immediately closing. He fell asleep just like that. Where'd he develop a crick in his neck? He reached over it and trim- with trembling fingers and tilted his head back up into a neutral position. His juniper hair fell against his forehead, looking black in the dark room. He remembered how soft it had been that day you gave him a bootleg haircut. <laughs> Okay, okay, I'm, keep, I'm gonna keep going, keep going. Whew. It seemed unfair that a guy who still believed in 3 in 1 soap had such unbelievably nice fine hair. Your hand drifted down to his chest, hovering over the cotton with a courage you. Ooh, there was a period. With a courage you wouldn't ever have if he was awake. You splayed your fingers across it. It rose and fell slowly and evenly, and you felt a steady heartbeat thrum under your touch. It was shockingly slow compared to your own. You suppose that was expected from a pro athlete. He built up between your palm and his soft t-shirt. Withdrawing your touch, he rolled over to your own back and stared up into the into the ceiling. Onto the ceiling, bitch. Onto. That's not me correcting myself. That's me correcting the writing. <laughs> no offense. I love reading fiction that isn't like edited or I'm not saying that this isn't edited good, but it's pretty good. Said me. Um Sometimes it makes sense, where it makes sense. I just like seeing it. Because it reminds me that this good shit is made by people who aren't, like, published. That makes me happy. They're normal people like me. Excuse me, that was a burn hiccup. Who knows? Um, let's see. I'm sorry, that was a a nasty-ass break, but, um... You pressed your hand onto your own chest to feel your heart rage beneath the prison of its ribcage. This wasn't doing you any good. What if you weren't Usujima's platonic soulmate and you were falling in love by accident? Then you're not the platonic soulmate, you bitch. <laughs> That's not how that works with your soulmates. How can only one of you fall in love? That's not how that works, I don't think. Duh. Probably. <laughs> like, oh, goodness. 
Um, your fingers curled stiffly, freezing in half fists. Love? Were you there already? When had that happened? When had you teetered over that fence and decided that, yeah, I'm in love with Usajima? <laughs> I'm sorry, we didn't even know who he Your heart kicked up further. Adrenaline raced like battery acid through your veins. Well, forget you. What about him? Whose favorite person? Whose favorite person was? And yet, but worse off, what if you were meant to fall in love? How much longer could you do this? The dancing around, the constant dizzying array of mixed signals. He was taking years off your life. You have no idea what you do to me. You whispered an accusation. Turning to the side to steal a glance, the pain slipped through your lips quietly as you closed your eyes, holding your heart together. Take responsibility, would you? You didn't notice his eyelashes twitch. He was awake! <laughs> he was awake! He was awake! Ooh, I live for those that. I live for that. Thank you. He was awake. Thank you. That's all I needed. I like the confessions when someone's asleep or when you think someone's asleep. My favorite trope. So overdid in a lot of things, but I wanted to keep going. Love confessions when you think someone's not looking, listening, or there. Freaking love it. Make my heart go, yes! That exact noise, yes! Yes! Okay. Um, let's see how long it's been so far. We can go another 30 for the next chapter. Alright, moving on. Next chapter. Chapter.